The Subaru BRZ rear-wheel drive sports car and its twin brother, the Toyota 86, first came onto our market five years ago. Subaru has recently upgraded their model a bit and lowered the price by about $1,200 on the manual and about $1,700 on the automatic. They don't sell many, but they are selling more. Now, National Corporate Affairs Manager David Rowley has, I believe, a smile on his face and he joins us on the line now. G'day, David. Thanks for your time. Hi, David. And yes, you've definitely put a smile on my face. Yeah. <laughs> You're selling more. We are. In fact, we're up nearly 42% year to date, which is an indication that the revamped BRZ has been received very warmly by the, uh, by the fans. And last month alone, we were up uh, nearly 88%. So the signs are very positive. Given that we announced the, I guess, the running changes on the car in December, and we're now into May. It's very encouraging from our perspective. You do have a twin brother in the Toyota 86. Yours is a little different. I've got to say, the 16-year-old boy thought yours looked better. I know you've only got little slight changes to it, but he, he just thought it all sort of came together better. Maybe it was the bigger wheels as well. But the Toyota 86 has a cheaper one. They outsell you at the moment about three to one, but you are catching up. Now, the 86 has declined by about 20% this year. Does the cheaper model in my state, it's about $900 cheaper for the 86 base model, but it's not as well optioned. Does that hinder you? No, I don't think so. I guess both brands have a uh, slightly different audience. And as you rightly point out, your 16-year-old is a very good judge of cosmetics. <laughs> but it really is something for the aficionados to identify the external changes because I must admit, at a glance, it's hard to do so if you hmm. see them uh, driving along. Apart from the unique colour which each brand has, Toyota has a colour unique to them. And of course, we have the WR Blue unique to us which tends to distinguish them a little bit. But in, in our case, look, the, the cars all come out of the same factory in Japan, the Subaru factory, I hasten to add. But obviously, it's been a, a wonderful cooperation with Toyota. And we just don't have the ability to get any more allocation. So I guess from a Subaru Corporation perspective in Japan, it doesn't matter too much which badge it is, but locally, it matters to us a lot. Now, this one, the interior is better. I think particularly the touchscreen, and I think that's where you are ahead of the 86 particularly. When a person first sits in the car in the dealership, this is something that will become apparent to them, I think. Is that part of its success? Yeah, I think so, David. That was one of the minor criticisms of the earlier model. So they put a lot of work into the upgraded infotainment, the uh, 4.2-inch LCD and, and things like that, and uh, I guess more prominent displays which make the car a little more interactive and also encourage the driver to stay focused on the road as well because everything is designed to be as tactile and as close to hand as possible so you can take advantage of that fun factor which BRZ is renowned for. Dual climate control, audio trip and con computer controls on the steering wheel all add to the interior. Now you drive it, it's rear wheel drive. There's no turbocharger, you've heard this before. Now if you read all the comments on motoring websites they are screaming for your turbo motor. Although I'm not sure that those who write comments are always your market, but that's another story. You have the turboed WRX motor in the sedan and the Lavorg station wagon. 
Why not here? To the best of our knowledge, it's never going to happen, David. And and it's an interesting observation that you make because I've had uh, many a call from our mutual media colleagues saying they've heard rumours about a supercharger, a turbocharger. I even had a call from somebody saying they were going to do an extended wheelbase version with four doors. So there you go. So <laughs> It'd look like one of those horrible Porsches, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> So there have been many, um, many rumours about different versions of BRZ, but I think when it comes down to it, what really resonates with the purest drivers and, and enthusiasts is, is the fact that this car probably harks back to something which has largely gone in the automotive world, probably something not unlike the MGs of the 50s and the 60s, where you really feel in touch with the road. It is a simple car at heart, and it's, uh, it's one that you can have a lot of fun in, uh, dare I say, pretty safely. And you don't have to be going at a million mile an hour, miles an hour to do it. That seems to be the core of it from our perspective. I was going to mention the MGs, exactly your point. They were never powerful, although the MGB did go to a V8 at the end, a horrible car. By not having a huge amount of power, you have to work with the car. It's not just something where you just flatten the accelerator. Yeah, absolutely. And it really puts one in touch with how a car handles and how to deliver the power right in the uh, right in the uh, ideal zone and uh, that's one of the things that's been uh, refined slightly in the latest manual version with the the power increase to uh, 152 kilowatts up from 147 and the the torques up a little bit from 205 to 212 which gives it that little bit more of an edge and uh, again that's been warmly received by the uh, the BRZ fan club talking about driving then and having to drive it do you sell many manuals compared to automatic yeah i think um, manuals just edge out the autos currently but you know what it's not unlike uh, wrx over time they do seem to be disappearing a little bit i think cvts in wrx are now the dominant seller which who would have thought that a few years ago but that seems to be the way uh, Technology is developing, and uh, I, I guess particularly the, the younger drivers out there. You've softened the suspension just a little. Still, I've got to say, it's wonderfully balanced. It's a lovely sports car. Is that that you don't want people to suffer too much to have other pleasures? <laughs> Well, I guess it's a compromise between the people that want to uh, go out and have fun on a uh, closed circuit at a, a, a sort of club day and that sort of thing, and those that are using them as everyday drivers, of which there are many, many out there. But again, that's an interesting point, David, because there's an eternal debate going on that there is a very slight undetected difference between the suspension on the 86 and the BRZ. And um, we constantly ask our friends in Japan, but they always look at it, look at us with a wry smile and uh, decline to give us an answer. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, then more mature sports car, less raw, more finesse. Uh, am I less likely to hear doof doof sounds coming from that than from, say, a uh, ridiculously turbocharged, over turbocharged car? Is it mature sports car? Um, yeah, I guess to some extent it's become a little more mature over time. But, um, you know, I hark back to that thing of it's a purist car at heart. So we, we certainly don't want to smother what its original appeal was in any shape or form. So I think uh, it's probably a fair observation that those little refinements that it's had for the uh, model year 2017 versions they've added a little bit without taking its core appeal away and that seems to be the response that we've had from customers hence the uh, the wonderful sales performance year today david lovely to talk to you thank you very much for your time 
Thanks so much, David. That's David Rowley, who is the National Corporate Affairs Manager for Subaru, and we were talking about their sports car, rear-wheel drive, BRZ.